Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Straight Outta Clone. With me, your host, of course, Dylan Tarl Reeve. I'm trying my best to do that intro more often now, because I feel like I've kind of stopped doing it lately. Also, I am aware in the last couple of episodes the mic might have sounded very loud. I hope I'm after fixing it. I think it just turned up automatically on Audacity, but I've slightly turned it down, so hopefully it doesn't sound too bad. Um, but I suppose I'll find out at the end of this episode, but we'll see. We'll see. And sure, look, if not, I can adjust it afterwards. It's all G. But today is an episode which is going to be quite interesting. And it's an episode I didn't really want to do, right? Because... To put out the disclaimer as early as possible, so let's do it right now, this is not a political podcast. Never was intended to be, it never really will be, it's just, it's not what I'm going for. It's absolutely not what I'm going for with this show. Main reason being, right, I don't want anybody to feel like, because of what they believe, or because of what their background is, or because of whatever may be going on, that they can't listen to the show if they don't 100% agree with me on something. That's not what Straight Outta Klein is about. Straight Outta Klein is a show that I want everyone to be able to take something from. However, in my life recently, I just feel like everything has become a political debate. Or not even just political, right? But I feel like everything has become so toxic when it comes to having different views on things. And this has been happening an awful lot, especially in the last, I want to say, four or five years. I think I really, around like late 2016, more kind of 2017, I really started noticing these changes. And to be honest with you, I don't really know where to begin. I suppose to kick off, a lot of people who listen to this show know me personally. Some people don't, but some people do. And the people who do know me know where I stand on a lot of issues or a lot of, you know, social stances or whatever you want to call them. But that's not what I'm here to do right now. I'm not here to say this is what I believe and fuck you if you don't like it. Not at all. But I'm here to kind of just talk about my experiences lately and what I think people need to do better. And I'm going to include myself in that, because, listen, you can always improve. Always. But I think the first time I really saw what I'm trying to talk about today was back in 2018. I know I said I kind of started seeing it around 2017, but the first time I would have experienced it in my area, I suppose, of Ireland was back in 2018. And that was with the abortion um, referendum. Bloody hell. That was fucking intense. I am not going to sit here and tell you what I believe. I'm not going to sit here and tell you what I voted. Because that's, again, not the point. That's my own personal belief. That's my own personal, um, you know. Yeah, it, it belongs to me. That I, I, I didn't publicly talk about it at the time. I'm not going to start now. But I remember the fucking war and the carnage people had back during that. Whether you were pro-life or pro-choice. 
And I'll say this right now, okay? And some people aren't going to like what I have to say. They were both as bad as each other. If you don't like that, well, this show probably isn't for you because I'm going to be very honest here. And I know I said I want this show to be for everybody and I stand by that, but if you don't like what I'm going to say right now, well then, listen, it probably isn't for you. I remember going onto social media at the time, which can be another toxic fucking platform. All of them, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, fucking Reddit, I'll even count Reddit. They can all be fucking toxic as shit. But I remember people on both sides saying, oh, if, if you're on the other side to what I believe, then you're this type of person. Or I remember one person going, oh, the the opposite belief to me, I saw them littering today. Not only do they not agree with me, they also don't care about the environment. What a fucking load of cunts. And I'm there like, stick to the issue. Right? Stick to the issue. When this whole thing was going on, my mind was very preoccupied. And I'll be honest, the the uh, the referendum that was going on and the voting and stuff, even though I did vote, I wasn't exactly... It, it wasn't exactly at the forefront of my mind. I had other things going on. I would very close to this. I'd lost my granddad, like, just, just under a year beforehand. Uh, I was going through a bit of a rough time in my own head. So, like, even though I was very aware of what was going on, I was kind of like, eh, like, I don't think, uh, I don't think this is really what my main concern is right now. I'll, I'll leave this... I'll leave this to the people who probably are 100% majorly concerned about this. Which is, listen, that's fair. That's, that's, that's fair if that, you know, if that was what they could put all their time and effort into, go ahead. Listen, obviously that means everything else must be going pretty well, hopefully, with your life. But, like, to put it, to, like, to put an example. Again, I'm not saying what side I was on. I'm not saying what side, or what, you know, um, decision I went with, like, in terms of my voting. But I'll give you an example of how, like, every single little thing was becoming political at this stage. So, yes, I'm going to bring wrestling into the conversation, but bear with me, bear with me. This is actually something that I think a lot of people will find intriguing. So there's a wrestler currently known as Brian Danielson, but in WWE, he was known as Daniel Bryan. And he was known for the yes chant. Literally, he would just, he'd come out... The crowd would start chanting, yes, 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 and he would go along with it. He'd, he'd point his fingers up in the air and continuously chant yes on his way down to the ring. Really fun times, really great wrestler, still is. But he released a t-shirt that literally just had the words yes, yes, yes on it. And I owned this t-shirt. This t-shirt came out in 2012, just to let you know. So this is, what, six years before... The abortion referendum was even being discussed in terms of voting. And I was walking around Cork City and I was wearing this t-shirt, which was probably a poor choice at the time because I think, well, let me explain. Someone came over to me pointing at like, oh, I love your shirt, fucking fair play, man. And I was like, oh, fellow wrestling fan. This is great. I was like, oh, yeah, man, like fucking cheers, whatever. And I was like... Oh, um, I there was a pay-per-view coming up. I can't remember if it was a backlash or whatever it was. I can't really remember. But I was like, oh, um, you know... Oh, because Daniel, yeah, Daniel Bryan had recently just come back to wrestling at this stage because he retired for a little bit and he'd just come back. 
And I was like, oh, it's great to see him back, isn't it? And this person was like, who? I was like, uh, Daniel Bryan. And they were like, who's Daniel Bryan? And I went, the t-shirt? I'm wearing Daniel Bryan's t-shirt? Yes, yes, yes. And they're like, oh, oh, I thought that was uh, to do with the referendum. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I can't even wear a fucking Daniel Bryan t-shirt now without people thinking that it's for some sort of political statement. I'm like, it's a wrestling catchphrase. Come on, let me have a bit of fun. But like, yeah, like, again, I probably should have known better, but like, I'd worn this t-shirt for years. Doesn't fucking fit me anymore, unfortunately. But I'd worn this t-shirt for fucking years. And when I saw someone, like, pointed at it, I was like, oh, the wrestling fan. You know, Daniel Bryan, one of the most popular wrestlers, especially at that time. And a, f- a fan favourite. But no, this became quite political. And just like, I remember there was one friend I had at this time, who, again, I'm not even going to say what side they voted on, because this isn't the point. The point isn't, oh, people who voted this or believe this are all like this. But they were on a certain side, and Jesus Christ, even though they were in a group of people, I don't even want to call them friends, because it was a very toxic group, but even though they were in a group of people who at least said they agreed with this person, she would always... That's the most I'll give away is that it was a she. She would always argue with them as if everyone was disagreeing with her. And, like, you couldn't have a single conversation about anything else without it coming back to the to the referendum. And I'm not saying it wasn't an important referendum. Of course it was. But, like, at the same time, like, not everything needs to become a political issue. Another thing I experienced before was... And everyone expects... I'm saying this like I'm the only one who went through it, but, like, this is something that I remember was a big debate, was... Fairy tale of New York. And the word faggot being used in the song. Lads, if you're offended by fairy tale of New York, get the fuck over yourself. Right? I think this is the one time I will have a bit of a strong stance. I'm not saying, right? If you go up to someone who's openly gay, or, you know, is lesbian or whatever, and you go up to them and go, hey, you're a faggot. Yeah, okay, then you're a dickhead. You're just being homophobic. Like, no, I don't I don't agree with that. But if you sing along to Fairy Tale of New York, it's okay. It's a fucking banger of a song. It always just makes you feel like, oh, Christmas is really here. Like, it's not that deep, lads. The character saying the character in the song singing the word faggot is not meant to be a very nice person. And it's a character. And people saying you need to censor the word. Thank God. Thank God there was openly gay or LGBT people who came out and said no it, it's fine like it's a song and we love this song so like don't censor it and the only people and this is another thing one thing I see an awful lot is people getting offended on behalf of others like remember the whole Apu thing with the Simpsons where Apu like there was this big cancel culture thing about Apuna Hasapina Petalon, one of the best characters in The Simpsons. Remember that badass car he had? I'm not big into cars, but remember that badass car Apu had in The Simpsons Sit and Run? It's like Lamborghini style car. It was really cool. But um, there was this big thing that, like, oh, because it's an American man putting on an Indian accent, or oh, that it's disrespectful. But I never saw one person 
from India or of Indian descent who is offended by a poo. It was all people getting offended on behalf of India. And that's... Let's get this straight, right? In The Simpsons, Apu runs a very successful business, has a lovely house, owns a Lamborghini-style car, is married to a beautiful woman, raising a big family, and he's like... Like, even Snake, who robs his store all the time, and my American store, who robs his shop all the time, loves him. Like, he's one of the most lovable characters in the whole show. And everyone was offended. Then you look at someone like Homer, who is a drunk, is very bad at his job, which seems like a very important one that actually does affect people's lives. It's in a nuclear fucking power plant. Beats the living shit out of his son and strangles him all the time. And Apu is the offensive one? Now, again, I'm not sitting here saying let's cancel Homer Simpson. I fucking love Homer Simpson. But what I'm saying is, you look at all the different characters in The Simpsons and I'm like, really, Apu is the one you're offended by? It just... I just don't get it. I don't get how, like, all these things that weren't a problem for such a long time all of a sudden just became an issue. And there seems to be this mentality now that if you have certain beliefs or you don't see things a certain way or in certain communities you kind of agree with some parts of it but you're not too sure about other parts of it, then you're a bad person. You're a bigot. You should be cancelled. You're not allowed to have the same opportunities that other people have who do believe in these things. Motherfucker, fuck you. Fuck you, that's all I have to say on that. Gary Neville did a very interesting podcast recently. I think it's called The Diary of a CEO. Even if you're not a football fan, I would highly recommend it. It was a great listen. Absolutely fantastic. Obviously, I'm a huge United fan. I love Gary Neville. But, like, even the... The non-football stuff he discussed and it was fascinating. And he said something when he said he was going through a tough time and he spoke to a psychologist and the psychologist said to him, you have to ask yourself this question every day. Did you expect every day to be a good one? And then when you ask yourself that question, you kind of go, no, I didn't. It's like, yeah. So, like, at the same time, not every day is going to be a bad one. Now, let's use that argument, right? And let's look at it from this perspective. Do you think every single person in the world you're going to meet is going to see things exactly the way you see them? Absolutely not. No, it's just... It's just not the way... the world works. I'll give you another example. Dana White, who runs the UFC. He's been asked so many times about, like, you know, oh, like, what are your thoughts on when fighters say certain things or certain political statements or they have certain beliefs or whatever. And he was dead right. He was like, well, look, you know, look at look at the amount of fighters we have on the roster. We've got an unbelievable amount of fighters on the roster. They're not all going to have the same beliefs. He was like, who am I to come out and stop them from saying what they want to say? And then he said, to a certain extent, he said, obviously, there's a line that can be crossed. But what I love about Dana White is that that line isn't something that's very easily stepped over. Like, you really have to say something, like, really, really bad to 
upset Dana White. Like, for example, I think Israel Adesanya one time made a joke about the Twin Towers, which obviously hits home for Dana White because he's an American, and like a lot of people in America, they knew people who were, you know, who died in 9-11 or who were, you know, really badly affected by it. So, like, that was something that was like, okay, Israel Adesanya probably shouldn't have came out and said that. But, you know, like, there's fighters who have different religious backgrounds and they might come out and, you know, some of them might praise Allah. Others might, you know, thank Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for giving them this opportunity. Others might be atheists and they don't have any beliefs. But, like, Dana White doesn't get in the way of any of that because he's like, listen, that's their beliefs. Who am I to interrupt that and tell them, no, no, you can't say that or you can't do this or whatever. No, like, it's... Again, it's not the way the world works. And unfortunately, lately, I feel like in my life, because, like, my social setting now, apart from my Celtic Codic brethren, Porrig and Alex, my social setting has changed an awful lot in recent times. In the last few years, we'll say. And me, Porrig and Alex all have quite similar beliefs. There's one or two things we might disagree on, the three of us, but... We agree with an awful lot of what we say. Or we agree with an awful lot of what we believe is what I should say. But there are things here and there that we'll disagree with and we'll have debates on them. But I have another social setting where I have very different beliefs to some of my friends in here. And sometimes I feel like when a discussion is... When people are trying to have a discussion it instantly turns very heated. Like, recently, I'm not obviously going to name names here or anything, but I was having a discussion about um, something that's a huge thing at the moment in society, which I don't know if I should mention it or not, but I'll kind of try and say it, because again, I don't want people to kind of go, oh, well, this person believes this, so therefore I can't listen to this. The only thing that you probably shouldn't fucking... If, if, if you're offended by fairy tale of New York, then you can fuck off. Like, that's my main thing. That's That was the one time I was willing to say, yeah, you know what, that's the one time I will tell someone to fuck off because they're just looking for an issue that's not there. But it was a, it's a fairly big thing at the moment in terms of identity, is all I'm going to say. And me and someone else had very different views on this. And I felt like I wasn't really being allowed to finish a sentence. Other issues were kind of being brought up that weren't really related or that really aren't on the same viewpoint as what we were talking about and I, I could feel a lot of anger coming from the other person and I was kind of like well, what are you getting angry for like it's it's a different view and I was told that's not a belief but what I was saying is a belief and then I was told you can't say that and then support other things within that section I'm like yes I can Yes, I can. You can tell me, or you can do this, but you can't do that. No. That's another case where I'll say, fuck you. But I'm not telling this person that they're wrong about what they believe. I just don't agree with it. Just like they don't agree with what I have to say, and that's okay. But to come out and say that you can't do that, well, who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you to tell me I can't do that? Just like who am I to tell you what you can do and what you can't do? It's not the way the world works. Which is why I didn't get angry. I was willing to listen to this other person, but when I felt like, okay, no, no, I'm just, they're just jumping down my throat, and they're not really giving me a chance to speak, and they're getting quite nasty with me, I'm like, well, like, no, let's let's just not do that. And it's really becoming 
I just feel like there's such a huge divide with people now across across the board, like all over the world. And like, here's the thing, like, there's a lot of people. I just did. I just go American there. Here's the thing, guys. When I lived in the Bronx, me and the boys in New York. I can't really do a New York accent. But uh, what was I just going to say? Oh, yeah, but here's the thing. Like, there's someone who I'm in a setting with at the moment, which may or may not be a work setting. That's all I'll say. Who I have a couple of similar beliefs with, and we're probably a bit more on the same page politically. But I still think they're a fucking moron. A lot of it's how they say things. Even though we have some of the same beliefs, we also have some very different beliefs, which... Like, yeah, like, just to give another example, okay? If someone comes out and says, I think all of, all people who are this need to die, or they should go kill themselves. Yeah, no, fuck you. Like, that's, that's not something you should be saying. You know, like, I, 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 if you take a certain group of people and say these people need to die, or they should be killed, or these awful things should happen to them, no. Like, that's, that's too far. Like, I'm against... I'm against unsolicited violence of all kind. I love combat sports. I, I love my I love my fighting, but in in a sporting setting or in, in like with pro wrestling in an entertainment setting. But I'm against all physical attacks which are unwarranted, like all of them. Against bullying of all kind as well. But this idea that like oh like this these type of people need to like be put down or these type of people need this like no. That's not that's not how I roll. It's not how I roll. And this person who I, I know would have a different viewpoint to me on that. And that's where I'm kinda of like, well, okay, like you're sometimes I agree with what you're saying, but I don't really like the way you're putting it out. And I feel like the way you're putting it out is kind of painting yourself in a bad light, not just you know, not just people who agree with you, but listen, whatever. But like, yeah, like it's just I just feel like the world is just it's a lot harder to have fun now, I feel like. Because I just feel like everything becomes a fucking issue. I really do. And, like, it's just, like, this is more of, like, a... This is, like, me talking into, like, my vocal diary. I, I just, I don't know, like, I just feel like, uh, like... I worry about what way the world is going sometimes. And this is why I don't like doing shows like this all the time, because I just feel like it gets a bit kind of political and a bit kind of somber and whatnot and I, I try to focus on the positive side of things more times than not but like again I just I'm like eh well sometimes you just gotta let let out how you're feeling out and and I just feel like yeah that's probably what I'm doing right now and even like right now I feel like I'm kind of beating around the bush a bit because again that's this show is not about politics or whatever but sometimes it's just like I just feel like I have to vent. I do it over voice notes an awful lot where I'm a lot, probably, I'm a lot less censored than I'm kind of doing right now in terms of what I'm actually saying. But, yeah, like, I just, I don't know. I I just feel like people are very quick to paint others in a certain light based off of agreeing and disagreeing over certain topics. Like, one thing I've seen a lot recently, and I still actually don't know that fucking much about it, I just find it so random, is this Andrew Tate guy. Like, I'm the biggest combat sports fan in the fucking world, 
and I had no idea who this guy is, and he used to be a kickboxer. Like, let's actually let's let's do this together. Let me go on to the uh, the Google machine because listen, I've obviously seen some of his videos and stuff, and I remember when I when they first started popping up, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, he's everywhere. But I wasn't like I'd see the videos, but I wasn't really listening to them. I was just it just after a while I kind of noticed this guy is fucking everywhere at the moment. Like so. Like, is is there, like, a Wikipedia page or something? Because I've never, like, actually properly looked. The only Andy Tate I know is the guy from, um... Not from United Stand, what's it called? Um, Full-Time Devils, or what are they called now? Stratford Paddock. So, here we go, so... Amori Andrew Tate the third. Let's just call him Andrew Tate. Is an American-British personality, former professional kickboxer. Following his kickboxing career... Uh, he began offering paid courses and memberships through his website and later rose to fame following a move to influencer marketing his misogynistic commentary on social media has resulted in Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and TikTok banning him from their platforms which yes I have heard about so okay criminal investigation so let's just read this because I, I really don't know much about this so in a now-deleted video posted to his YouTube channel, Tate stated that he decided to move to Romania because it was easier to be absolved of rape charges in Eastern Europe. Fuck me. Uh, in April t- uh, 2022, his house was raided by the Directory for uh, Investigating Organised Crime and Terrorism in Romania, so D-I-I-C-O-T, in relation to a human trafficking and rape investigation. The US Embassy has, had previously alerted Romanian police that an American woman might be held at the property... The raid resulted in the recovery of an American woman and a Romanian woman. As of August... Yes, my voice did just crack. As of August 2022, Romanian authorities said that the investigation was ongoing. A US State Department spokesperson referred to the reported abduction but declined to comment further, citing privacy uh, considerations. Tate denies any wrongdoing. Okay, fucking hell. I didn't know about all that. I will be honest about that. Listen, I've seen some like stuff online about him and I've seen people sharing stuff on Instagram, but I just didn't really know what was going on i was like oh yeah i see him on tiktok a lot and he looks a lot like ricochet if you don't know who ricochet is he's a wrestler in wwe so look up ricochet and yeah you'll see the resemblance but okay i didn't know that stuff to be fair like that's fucking crazy to be honest i didn't expect to go that deep like i i i knew that people said that oh he's becoming a bad influence on young males um let me just see if there's anything else i can see here he was in Big Brother as well, but I've not watched that for a very long time. Okay, there's, there's a lot here. See, so it doesn't sound like the most pleasant of guys, but uh, that's just based off what I'm reading here. Because as I said, I've seen a lot of people share stuff about him, but I never really cared to look. Not because, I'm not saying it's not because it's an issue, it's just, I just didn't really, I didn't know what was going on. But yeah, like, that's fucking a lot more intense than I was expecting it to be for some reason. I did talk to Alex a little bit about him, just because Alex would know more about, you know, uh, those influencers than I would. He just seems to know more about who they are. But yeah, like, that's that was more kind of me just thinking out loud. Okay, how do I feel about that? Well, that's fucking really intense, firstly. Jesus Christ, I was not expecting it to go that far. But yeah, that's fucking... I did see when I was scrolling through TikTok today, and that's why it popped into my head. Just because uh, I saw it today, and I was like, oh, I better listen to that later. Was It said, oh, he releases a statement. Because I did see that he was getting banned from all these platforms, and I was like, huh, what the fuck's going on there? And I had a look. Uh, 
alright I saved the video for later so I must look at that because it said oh he's issuing a statement about it I was like okay let's let's hear what this is but I haven't listened to that yet so I'll have to listen to it later but fuck me yeah that's pretty fucking bad yeah it's I really I know who I feel really sorry for in that situation is the other Andy Tate from Stratford Paddock who I was just talking about there you got the job in the technicality of a legend to recommend you David Moyes you are nothing you are a fool and you're a waste of time good night if you know you know but yeah, uh, obviously, Jesus Christ. Okay, this is one thing I will say, right? This is one thing I will fucking say, because this really fucked me off when it happened. So, I remember, and like everyone's going to remember this, Like this feels like it was fucking ages ago, but it was only at the start of the year when, of course, the horrible, horrible incident which resulted in the death of Ashley Murphy occurred. And, wow, the whole country was absolutely shell-shocked that listen it's it's always terrible when someone's life is taken is taken in such circumstances but the fact that this happened in broad fucking daylight in a very public area is just makes it even more mental and i remember two things happening i remember one time i was live on tiktok which i used to do here and there I'm not going to say I did it regularly but I went through a few spades of doing it and I had to stop it because it just wasn't fun you just got a load of fucking dickhead virgins in the comments just looking for a reaction and I remember um, talking on TikTok live just again kind of general shit or whatever and someone leaving a comment saying what do you think about the name of the guy who is on trial for murdering her. I don't want to say his name because I don't really want to fucking give him any attention because he doesn't fucking... He just doesn't deserve to even have his name fucking mentioned, the stupid cunt. But I was there like, well, I'm hardly going to fucking sit here and say he's fucking sound like, am I? Ah, he's actually grand. I think he's fucking sound, boy. Obviously, I was going to be like, he's an absolute fucking scumbag. Yeah, fuck it, I'll say his name. Joseph Puska, Puska, I think is how you say it. I think that's... I'm not going to lie, I didn't want to say his name because I forgot his name and I was trying to buy time and I've just remembered it now. So, yeah, fuck it. The cat's out of the back. But I remember sitting there kind of going like... What a, what a stupid question to ask. What do I think of this man who murdered a young woman for no reason? I'm hard, like, yeah, as I said, I'm hardly going to sit there and say, geez, I wouldn't mind the point with him. And it was just like, you know, what a fucking ridiculous question. But this isn't even the worst thing that happened on that live. I, Because I, I saw the comment. I didn't read it out loud. I said the name of the guy who commented it, and I was like, like, what the fuck do you think I'm going to say there? Like, what are you expecting me to say? To, or, or what are you expecting me to, how are you expecting me to answer that question I thought I should be saying? And a couple of comments later, someone said, "I'm not. I can't even repeat the comment. It was such a, an awful comment." And that I remember that account got banned, and I'm fairly sure that there was actually an investigation into who left that comment because this is when, like, this was like a month, maybe two months after the the the, the murder happened. Because um, I went to check the account because I did block the account, and I went and I was like, "Is that account still active?" And it was. No, it wasn't, and let's just say I found out a little bit more about the account, and that there was 
an investigation going on as to who was behind the account because they were leaving comments like that quite regularly. It was an absolutely disgusting comment. I couldn't believe I couldn't believe what I just read, and I was like, I can't believe someone who's living and breathing on this planet has actually left that comment on 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 a social platform, thinking that like it was funny, or thinking that like nobody was gonna get, or you know, doing it to get like a reaction out of somebody and that was when i said fuck this lads i'm not doing this fucking tiktok live bullshit anymore because it's just full of fucking idiots and why should i spend my time talking to fucking idiots who think it's funny to make fun of a girl who got murdered for no reason but the reason i'm bringing that up is because i know i've kind of just got on a long-winded thing there is that's like you know when i said like your people are not gonna have you know the same views on things that's one view where you can look at someone and go, yeah, you're a fucking idiot. And it's not its not about you having a different view. You're just a fucking idiot. But I remember in another debate, um, a pr- pretty political debate, someone asked another person, I'm not going to mention who it was, all I will say is I was there when this happened, someone asked someone else, well, what do you think about the Ashley Murphy situation? To which the other person responded in disgust, what the fuck do you think? How the fuck do you think I feel about it? Was the response. And I remember kind of going like, what a stupid thing to ask someone. Just because you have a different point of view on something political. And now you're trying to bring it to, well, how do you feel about this young girl who got murdered? And it was like, just the fact that people were using it in a debate to try and, I don't know, to try and uncover some dark secret about the other person just because they have this different belief politically. It was just... It's just absolute nonsense. Absolute fucking nonsense, to say the least. You know what I mean? And just, like... Like, even though, like, what, how long... Am, no, I'm thir- on the dot, 34 minutes into this episode. And I feel like I've just kind of ranted, rambled, and raved. And even though I feel like I do that, in all, like, pretty much all the time, this one's definitely been a lot more intense and a lot more fucking, you know, political. I hate using the word, but I've said it a lot in here. Political. Um, it's just like, I can't even, I'm struggling to find the words, to be honest, because, and this is another thing, is like, I'm almost sitting here half afraid to say anything in case it gets taken out of context, but I suppose the point, what I was trying to get to there was, have we really gotten to that point where, when you disagree with someone on something, you try and bring up this really big, dark topic hoping that the other person's going to have some sort of belief in it that's that you can like that you can throw at them to get away from the fact that you know they have a different or to to, to you know to to cancel them I suppose for lack of a better term for having a different viewpoint to you and it, you know it's funny cuz like even though I was saying there like oh I'm half afraid to say anything in case you know people you know go mad about it Jordan Peterson has such a great quote when he was asked like uh, he was asked a question saying why do you have a right to you know have your beliefs and you know even even if it offends other people and his response was so great he was like because in order in order to think you have to risk being offensive and it's such a great quote and listen whether you like jordan peterson or not i I like him an awful lot. I really do like him. I think he's really, really insightful. I think he's just... He's a great guy to listen to. I think that's a great quote. No matter what you 
believe in yourself in order in order to think it's hard for me to say for some reason in order to think you have to risk being offensive and michael bisping was talking about something recently on his podcast and he said that there's a lot of people out there who just they give a fuck about everything and then he said he read a, uh, he read a book which is literally called the art of not giving a fuck i haven't read this book but just hearing Bisping talk about it made me go, yeah, like, you can have your beliefs, but just don't, you don't have to give a fuck about everything. Even if you have a belief, you don't have to make this your absolute fucking living, breathing, just, you know, almost like your alter ego, which, how do I say this? Yeah, it's, a, it's not alter ego, let me take it back. It's almost like this. This personality trait. I don't know why I said alter ego. That was a weird thing to say. It's almost like this personality trait that you live, eat and breathe. And it's like, it's it's the hill you are going to fucking die on. When you could just go, yeah, look, this, this is what I believe. But look, you know, if you don't agree, I don't give a fuck. Whatever. That's life. Not everyone agrees with everything you're going to say. It's just the way it is, you know. And... Like, it's funny, like, because I was always someone who, like, just had no... I wasn't left, I wasn't right, I was just like, I don't really care. And it was only 2018 when there was these YouTube videos that kept getting recommended for me, which had certain political debates in them, and, like, social debates in them. They kept getting recommended, I was like, I don't care, I don't want to watch them. Don't want to watch these videos, fuck off. And YouTube kept fucking recommending them. I, cl- I was like, fuck it, I'll click on it. I'm just going to click on it and s- maybe then it'll go away. And then I ended up binge watching like 70 of these videos that were all kind of, it was like part of a series. And I watched like 70 of them in a row. And I was like, oh my God, now I'm hooked. And then I started getting a little bit more, you know, into these topics and debates. And it ruffled a few feathers because I was always known as the guy who didn't really have an opinion on a lot of these things. Then I started looking into them, not just watching videos, I was doing my own research and I was kind of, you know, delving into things, looking at both sides, and I came up, I was like, okay, well, this is kind of what I believe, this is from my research and from what I've looked into and from my own experience, this is what I believe. Like, here's something I'm going to say, right? And I don't care if this upsets people because I I don't care. This is the one thing I'm going to say. I am bisexual, but don't you ever fucking call me queer. Don't you ever call me that word. I can't comment on other people who call themselves queer. I'm not going to comment on them. But don't fucking ever call me that word. Please. Because I find that term, I think that's an insult. Like growing up, queer was an insult. If you called someone queer, you weren't being complimentary towards them. You were insulting them. I personally don't like that word. But I said this recently and some people got a bit offended. And I'm like, again, this is what Jordan Peterson says. In order to, in order to think, why, why can't I say in order? In order to think, you have to risk being offensive. But I do not like the word queer. I will never call myself queer. I don't like that word. I'm bisexual, yes. It's, it's my sexuality. I don't want to make a big deal out of it because... I don't really think it matters, but just don't ever call me queer, please. 
I don't want to have that label because that's become such a umbrella term as well. Like, I don't even really know. I'm like, okay, queer, like, is it, like, do these people fall into that category? Do they not? Like, it's that's become a very confusing term for me, but some people embrace it, which, whatever, they have a right to do that, but I don't like that word. And I don't refer to myself as queer because I just, I just don't like the word. And some people might listen to this and go, wow, like, that's interesting. Well, yeah, I <laughs> get the fuck over it is all I'm going to say. And I don't care, like, I don't care, like, I I will say that, and, yeah, I, I risk the fact that I'm a f- I might offend a few people who probably call themselves queer, or don't think queer is a, an insulting term, but for me personally, it's, it's a bit of an insulting term, to be honest, um, you know, it's just like, it's just the way I am, and I, I did kind of want to get that out there, because I've had a few people say it to me, not recently, but like, over the years, I had one person say it to me recently, but, like, over the years, people said, oh, so, like, so you're queer, and I'm like, I don't like that word. I really don't like that word. I don't. If you said, oh, you're bisexual, yeah. That's fine, like, that. that's, 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 I, that's, that's what I am, yes. But as soon as someone says that word queer, I'm like, nah, 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 let's not go there. I'm not queer. <laughs> I'm bisexual. I'm a bisexual man, but I'm not queer. <laughs> that's, that's not a word I want to use. So, yeah, listen, this has been a very interesting episode. This has been something that uh, I never thought I'd do. Am I slightly nervous about uploading this? Maybe a little bit, because I kind of know what the world is like now. And I know that some people will probably hear this and go, well, I don't like that, so therefore I'm not listening to this person anymore. Like, I'll put it to you this way, lads. The main thing I'm trying to get to here is that you can't just fucking base who you like and who and who you don't like off of well, they have different views to me on certain political stances and certain social stances. You can't live like that. If you li- if if that's the way you live your life, you're just asking for trouble. I I like I'm a Christian Catholic man as well. Do I sit here and go, I hope all Protestants die? No, absolutely not. Would I talk to a protestant to be friends with a protestant absolutely would i talk to a jewish person absolutely would i be friends with a jewish person absolutely would i be friends with uh you know a muslim yes absolutely like these people have a right to ha- believe in these other religions who am i to say they can't do that do i agree with their religion like as in do i share the same religious beliefs as them no i don't it's the same with atheists they have a right to not believe in religion. Or what's the other term? Uh, agnostic. People who are like, they're not, they don't like believe and they don't disbelieve. They're kind of willing to, you know, see things from both sides and kind of go, okay, like, maybe there is something, but maybe there isn't. They have a right to believe that. It's like, I'm not there going, oh, you have to, you have to tick all these boxes to be my friend. Listen, these are the only boxes you have to tick, tick to be my friend. You have to put up with me talking about wrestling all the time. You have to put up with the fact that I'm very impatient. You have to put up with the fact that I fart quite a lot and I've lost my sense of smell since I had COVID ages ago and I'm not really aware of how smelly they are but from what I've been told they're quite smelly. Uh, You can't be a Liverpool fan. You can fuck off. I'm joking. Of course you can be a Liverpool fan but prepare to get the fucking piss taken out of here because we beat you 2-1 you pricks. (laughs) Ha ha. Sancho and Rashford, you fucking beauties. But, yeah, like, just, you know, and don't be a paedophile. 
and don't be a pervert and don't be a rapist. You know, don't be evil. But don't feel like you can't have certain beliefs and don't feel like that just because you see things differently to me on certain issues that it's going to cause a problem. No, we can have a debate about it as adults. We can have a chat about it. We can kind of both look at the other person's side and go, okay, look, I see where you're coming from, but I disagree. Or, look, I don't really see where you're coming from. This is what I believe, but we'll agree to disagree. That's that's all I want. That's all I want from this world. And hopefully we can get there. You know, I, you know, I, I think something I, I do talk about with Park and Alex, you know, and we said this, sometimes we just feel like people are kind of looking for issues to be created. You know, and that's something I hope doesn't get too out of hand, or too much more out of hand at least, in this current world. That's all I'm saying. But keep in mind that thing I said at the very start, or near the very start of this episode, just, did you really think that every person that you ever meet is going to agree with everything you have to say. And if, if you think yes, then that's a problem. But if you're like, no, there's other people out there who share different beliefs, but listen, whatever, that's, that's them, I'm me, then that's the way you should live your life. After getting all that out, we've finally reached the end of this podcast. Um, next week is going to be a very early pre-recorded one because I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be away. So that's exciting. But that's, 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 that's then, that's in the future, and this is now. So I'm going to leave you with a lovely little wrestling promo. And yes, this is one of those cases where I don't know which one I'm going to pick right now as I'm recording. But as I'm editing this together, I shall scrap one into this episode. I will do a bit of research and see which one I haven't picked yet, because sometimes I feel like I'm running out of classic wrestling promos to put in. But you're lucky that right now, as you are listening to this, I've actually found one, and you are going to hear it in three, two, one. But in all seriousness, here's the wrestling promo. And here is the most repugnant, the most selfish, the most maniacal man I've ever known. No words can describe this psychotic manipulator. His propaganda-laced diatribe turning Vince McMahon's own children against Vince. Thing about that man, Paul Hammond, better than anybody. 
don't care much about being out of business. He's not about that. He's a very proud guy. I mean, I've had some great times with him and some bad times. He's going to come out here and I guess say what he's got to say. I'm very interested to see what he's got to say to Vince McMahon. He claims he's going to call Vince McMahon out here tonight on SmackDown. Just a few moments at my leisure, I'm gonna call Vince McMahon out to his ring in front of his public on a television show that's owned by his grand company. At least that is until this Sunday at Survivor Series. I echo that. Must be a lot of XCW I know clothes. how much you people appreciate what Shane and Stephanie and I have done. How Shane and Stephanie and I have stood up to the tyranny of Vince McMahon. And the way it is, ladies and gentlemen, is quite simple. The WWF will die this Sunday. But don't blame me for that. It's not my fault. I'm not the one that ruined everything that was accomplished by Stone Cold Steve Austin. You see, at Survivor Series, it means so much more than just the personalities that are involved. It's about ending what Vince McMahon has tried to accomplish. I sat there at that desk on Monday, and I listened to Mick Foley. And I agreed with everything that Mick Foley had to say that the WWF truly does suck. Don't boo me. Have you watched the television show lately? Vince McMahon has lost his mind. The man doesn't have it anymore. He's a has-been. His ideas are antiquated. His concepts are draconian. And Mick Foley was right because the WWF is imploding from within. Like every great empire, the WWF is imploding from within. Vince's loyal employees, like Stone Cold, left him. Like Mick Foley, want nothing to do with him. Vince's own children want him to burn in hell. And I don't blame Vince McMahon will see the WWF die this Sunday at Survivor Series. And he has no hope to save his precious company. Vince McMahon has the same chances of saving the WWF as he did of realizing his dream of starting a football league. Oh. Oh, no.
I want you to know that I was down on my knees because I know that you're used to men kissing your ass, Vinny. Every time you walk in the back there, there's Patterson and Briscoe. Oh, what a great idea you had, Vince. You like men kissing your ass, don't you, Vince? Huh? Because that's what you're all about. A billionaire. The billionaire Vince McMahon. The creator of sports entertainment. I've waited so long to see you face to face like this. And I've waited so long to tell you to your face that I hate your stinking guts. But it's not just me. It's your children that hate your stinking guts, Vince. And at Survivor Series, your children are gonna do to you what I have waited my whole life to see somebody do to you, Vince. You are, so help me God, the most disgusting, vile son of a I've ever seen in my life. You took Hulk Hogan's blood and you built Titan Towers. You stole Bret Hart's dream and with that money, bought yourself an airplane with WWF all over it. You did that and you know it, you son of a You stole Shawn Michaels' smile, took your company public and made yourself a billionaire. But not a self-made billionaire like you like to tell everybody you are. Oh no. See, you're a billionaire on other people's hard work. Your father, your father, Vince McMahon, your father went around the country and shook the hand of every, you know I'm telling the truth, don't you? You know in your heart I'm telling you the truth that your father shook the hand of every promoter in this country and swore to them that he'd never compete against them, that his son, would never compete against them. And when your father died, you competed. And with your ruthless, merciless, take no prisoners attitude, you drove everybody out of business, didn't you Vince? You ran all the competition to the ground and you stole all their ideas and you made yourself a billionaire out of it. And you know whose ideas you stole the most Vince? You stole mine. See, I don't give a damn about Don Owen and Sam Muchnick and Jim Crockett. I, I care about what you did to me and my family. How you stole my dreams. How you stole my legacy. How you stole everything that ECW represented. Because while Doink the Clown had a, a green hair and a rubber nose, Stone Cold Steve Austin was drinking his first beer in ECW, damn you. While Bobby Heenan and Gene Oakland were dancing around singing Tutti Fruity, ECW was producing the edgy TV that you named Attitude. Oh, we got Attitude. You got nothing, man. What you got is my ideas and you stole my life, my money, my legacy. Screw you.
screw you and your family. I'll tell you something. Your own children hate your guts. And on Sunday, your children are going to get even with you for everything that you stole from me, for everything that you stole from them. You flaunt your affairs in front of your wife. You flaunt your affairs in Playboy for your children to read. You Look at Taz. Look at Taz. This man was a killer. He was a machine. He was a wrestler. A great wrestler, a real man. But wrestling's a dirty word to you, isn't it, Vince? Your father built a wrestling company. And you, you, you had to have sports entertainment. We had to have sports entertainment. Ha, ha, ha. He was a wrestler. He was a great wrestler. He was a man. And now he's a fat, little, obnoxious, colored commentator. And not even a good one. He is a sports entertainer. He is not a wrestler, because you made wrestling a dirty word. You made wrestling a dirty word, Vince. What kind of man are you? What kind of a man takes, takes wrestling and makes it sports entertainment? At Survival Series, you're going down. You're going down, Vince. I promise you, you're going down and I'm gonna watch it, and your children are gonna lift their leg, standing over your grave, and we're gonna laugh. And you know what else I'm gonna do, Vince? I'm gonna run their business. And there's not a damn thing you can do about it. I'm feeling good about myself. You are the epitome of the Alliance because this Sunday at Survivor Series, the Alliance will choke. It couldn't have been